Hello and welcome back to the Firestarters Podcast. I'm Colin, here with Joe. Happy birthday, Doris Burke. Today, we've got some NBA talk. Let's chop it up. Welcome to episode 19 of the Firestarters Podcast. It is Thursday, November 4th, 5.18 p.m. What up, Joe? Let's talk some hoops. Let's do it. You, you study them rosters? You good? You, you know everybody? Uh, you know 12th man on every team so far? Let's say yes. Let's, let's say yes. All right. Because I'm going to quiz you. <laughs> Right I, now, off I, the rip. I'm excited. Oh, off the rip. All off right, the rip. Let's get it. Ready? All right. A little who he play for. Oh, God. First guy is my man's Dean Wade. Do you even know who Dean him? Wade is? Yeah, yeah. I, he played for the Cavs at one point. Uh, I assume he's not on the Cavs anymore. But... I'm going to say the Cavs. That's the last jersey I saw him in. Dean Wade is still a Cleveland Cavalier. Let's go. He was uh, always a low buy in uh, DraftKings cash. I like that. <laughs> you just you just slotted him in at the, at the minimum when he was, he was starting for the Cavs for like a 10-game stretch. Let's go. All right. So, one for one. I like that. There you go. I, I, I'm, I'm surprised he even knew him. So, there you go. All right, next. I was like, he, he borrowed D. Wade's jersey? <laughs> Who's that guy? Hey, D Wade was a calf. Yeah, exactly. For, for a whole four months. Four number nine really looked weird. All right, next we have the backup point guard, Brad Wanamaker. Okay, last time I saw him, he was on the Warriors, I think. He was a Celtic. I'm going to say the Wizards. I feel like he's a wizard. Uh, he is an Indiana Pacer. Oh, okay. He also had a brief stint with the Charlotte Hornets. Mm, okay. I did not know that. I didn't know either of those. So, all right, news to me, Brad Pacer. Brad, classic, classic guy. All right, next we have Otto Porter Jr. Otto Porter Jr. Been on about a fourth of the league. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like... <laughs> oh man! Okay, Otto Porter Jr. wears goggles. I don't, I don't, number twenty-two. I don't think he wears goggles anymore. Who are who? Are, I, I'm, oh, I'm pretty shit. sure he's not number twenty-two anymore either. No, I, I I'm picturing him on the on the Wizards, Wizards, which was I think the last time he was decent at basketball. <laughs> it's true. A Pistons. I feel like he's isn't he a Piston? Oh no, he's a Golden oh. State Warrior. Oh, see, I was gonna say that. I thought that it was too easy. Uh, you can't you can't wear twenty two. That's Wiggins number. Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. Yeah. Damn. All right. Uh, is Garrett Temple a pi- a piston? I feel like I get them two mixed up sometimes. I feel uh, like he might be. I don't n- no. no. Okay. Garrett Temple would be a a pelican if anything, because he was right. in that Lonzo yes. sign and trade. Oh, that's right. I don't know if he's still a pelican. Uh, they probably sit him. It's probably pelicans got some weird stuff going probably. on. All right, next we got some big men. First, we have Trey Lyles, uh, formerly of the Denver Nuggets. 
and the San Antonio Spurs and the Utah Jazz. So there you go. Good jazz guy. You look. No, this is just no guy. No guy's a good jazz guy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so he's not going to be on any of those three teams because you wouldn't give me the answer. It's true. Um. Okay. All right. Trey Lyle, number seven. You still wear number seven? I, I'm not sure. <laughs> he plays. No, he definitely four. he doesn't wear number seven. I know that for no. a fact. Okay. Um. Let's see. The Magic. The Detroit Pistons. Oh, I was just thinking of shitty teams I haven't watched this year. <laughs> That's where I plucked a lot of these guys from. Yeah, yeah, I figured because I, I try to watch fun teams. <laughs> Pistons are not a fun team. Uh, no. Killian Killian Hayes wears number seven for the Pistons. So. Yeah, he does. That's true. I I didn't even watch the Bucks Pistons game the other day oh, where was, they good stomped one. them by twenty. It was, it was a good one. All right, and last we have Cody Zeller. Mm. He left the Hornets. I remember I remember him moving and I was like, "Oh." And he's like balding. I saw him <laughs> I saw him earlier this year. I I remember seeing him in a highlight like recap that I was watching. He wasn't on the team that I wanted to watch in the highlights. I'm pretty sure I got yammed on. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh Cody Zeller is what am I? I only have one right so far. Yeah, you got Dean Wade right. Dean Wade, Dean Wade, my guy. Um, okay. Should have saved Dean Wade for last. Yeah, right. And then I could have closed out with a dub because I don't think I'm going to get this one. Um, Cody Zeller is on the East Coast. I'm, let's put him on the Celtics. He, he used to be a Celtic. Did he? I'm pretty sure at one point he was a Celtic. Uh, nice. But no, he's on the West Coast. He's a Portland Trailblazer. Oh, the backup to wow. Nurkic, not Larry Nance. Larry Nance is just backup. No, four. Yeah, I, yeah, because they start Covington. Gross. That team's That's gross. Disgusting. I don't like that team. That yeah, team. Uh, neither does Dame Lillard. I don't like them or the Celtics. They're they're the definition of just keep running it back, recycling the same players over and over, and not getting it's, any better. It's true, except for Brad Wanamaker. Uh. <laughs> He may have been a Portland Trailblazer and a Celtic also. <laughs> He's been around. Been around. Yeah. All right. So there there you go. Dean Wade, not bad. Dean Wade? <laughs> one for one for five. Just because he was still on the same team. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I can picture him on the Cavs, so I'll just guess the Cavs. I'll make sure that if he that he's still actually Cavalier. Yep, yep. Oh, no. he's, he's still Cavalier. Okay. Oh good. <laughs> I haven't seen him in a while. They got Mobley and you know, I, I actually watched kind of them to watch Evan Mobley the other day, and he's really good. Yeah, he, he had one play where he, he got in on the right block. It was a little going to work. Jared Allen cut back door, gave him a little slip pass, mm. and threw it down. Yeah. Mm. Evan Mobley's like a ball that. player. He looks like he's four years in the league already. Yeah. And he's like 19. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> good. He just needs to, like I, – I, Tweeted that he has no swag. Wow. He's just running around. He puts the jersey and shorts on and just goes. Yeah. He's kind of weird, too. <laughs> you ever listen yeah. to him talk? 
he no, talks, I've, I've he talks super slow. And it's just like, this guy. Thoughtful. He kind of all there. No. But he doesn't say much thought. Yeah. It's very monotone, very slow talking. But I, I want to talk about a couple of teams, you know. All right. Uh, we, we got news today that uh, LeBron has a rectus abdominis strain. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but that sounds like a strained butthole. <laughs> I I know what the rectus abdominis is, so no, I don't. It, it, it's different because oh. it ends in an abdominis, so it means it's in his stomach. But I feel you. I'm no doctor. <laughs> it's just based on that. Uh, it looks oh, like man. he's going to be out at least a week, they say. And so that means Westbrook's going to be that main ball handler. And last week, uh, LeBron was out for two games, and, and we got we got both of the sides of Westbrook. He, right now he's averaging about 19, 9, and 9. He's only shooting 21% from three, <laughs> 58% from the line. Uh, and he's averaging about five turnovers. That's uh, like one turnover high of what he averages for a career, so that's not too bad. But but those those shooting marks, that's 9% lower from his career three-point percentage. He's a career 31% or a 30% three-point shooter, which is kind of surprising in my opinion. And yeah. he's a career 78% uh, free-throw shooter from the line. So I don't know what happened, but after like 2018 – he can't shoot free throws. That's kind of the same thing that happened to Giannis. Giannis just all of a sudden, after three years, he could not shoot free throws. So I don't know yeah. what's going on with that. I don't know if it's a mental thing. I don't know if it's just a Westbrook thing, a Giannis thing. I don't know. Yeah. I, Westbrook, I don't know. He's interesting. He's slowly morphing into an undersized power forward <laughs> just day after day. And the the stats are showing it he's just like this old school high post four that can facilitate and you like watch the games and their best lineup is lebron at the one davis at the five russ at the four and then fill in two other guys like i think austin reeves is he's getting a lot of in there gonna be in their best lineup because he's like a great cutter and a very good passer (laughs) And he can shoot. And there's not a lot of guys on this team that are, like, reliable shooters. So, I don't know. I Yeah, Westbrook not being able to shoot is just a very, very weird regression in his career. Because you think as you get older, you get better yeah. at shooting and, like, like spotting up. Vince Carter, and he, classic example. Exactly. Developed into a three-point shooter. And, um, like, LeBron, even. he's mm-hmm. As he's gotten older, he's developed that shot. So... I don't know. Very, very weird. But we'll circle. I want to touch on that, but we'll circle back around to that. But well, let's go back to Westbrook's two games last week. Um, okay. You had the good uh, in the OT win against San Antonio. 33, uh, 10 boards, 8 assists, and just 3 turnovers. He was in control of the whole game. He was getting other guys involved. And he looked like the MVP Westbrook. And then their next game after that, the just complete, like, I don't even know the word. What's <laughs> the, it wasn't like a, it just went into shambles against yeah. the Oklahoma City Thunder being up. I think they're up as much as 26 
And then all yeah. of a sudden, in the fourth quarter, they're down by double digits. Uh-huh. And in that game, Westbrook had the legendary quadruple hobble. 20 <laughs> points, 14 rebounds, 13 assists, and then the 10 turnovers. Yeah. Yeah, this is the game that you told me to turn on. You're like, yeah. "Hey, Lakers are imploding." Yeah, is what you texted me, and I was like, "Ooh, I, let's let's see what's going on." And the the Thunder tried really hard to let the Lakers win this game. Oh yeah, they are they are committed to this tank, and they're like, Melo was like spotted up at the three point <laughs> line. Yeah, Josh Giddy and th- he passed it right to the him. inbounds. Yeah, and, and Melo and then he airballed. Yeah, but and Malik Monk. I don't know why he's taking shots in the final minute of a game. I mean, I get LeBron's hurt, but you still got Anthony Davis. Yeah. You still got LaMelo, Carmelo Anthony. Like, damn. But, yeah, you go Malik Monk, ISO at the top of the key. Don't move the ball at all. That's kind of – this team is very disjointed. And, I mean, they're all, like, brand new to the system. So, like, it's not surprising that – they don't know how to play yeah. with each other yet, but that's the difference between them and like the Warriors, where the Warriors have played together and they like know each other's tendencies and they've moved the ball. And then you see this Lakers team, and it's a lot of just high pick and roll with AD and Westbrook in like these cases, or LeBron and AD, and then like secondary cuts. So yeah. it's just really ugly basketball to watch with this team, and they're all really old. And they're not very good at shooting. So I'm not surprised that they're like in close games with the Thunder and the Rockets. And like, it's just like this basketball is hard to watch. They really need THT and Kendrick Nunn back. That's, they need to get them back from injury. That's, THT was the guy that they paid over Alex Crusoe. I think that they could really use Alex Crusoe. But again, that's taking the ball. Out of a guy like Westbrook's hand, hands in some cases, but Crusoe, good off ball, good cutter, good spot up shooter. But they went the other route. They went the younger route. Uh, we don't know what THT is going to be this year. I'm I'm assuming he's going to be starting. I would think. You don't <laughs> think you don't want Carmelo Anthony playing 30 minutes a game. Granted, Melo's shooting 52 percent from three right now, yeah. which is he's. Fifth right now in the league for three-pointers made after eight, nine games. Just incredible. But that's not going to last. That's you, you can't have that last, plus Mel's a zero on defense. So you're trying to hide him on defense on probably a bigger player. And then he's really only spot-up shooting. Uh, you're not getting much off the dribble. I, I think he's averaging maybe three boards and, like, under an assist. So you're really only getting spot-up shooting from Melo. Yeah. Uh, so maybe when they get THT back, they get Kendrick Nunn back. I mean, I've liked Monk. Just pairing him with Westbrook, guys that can run. And now with LeBron being out, it's going to be... See, what I don't want the team to do is cater to Westbrook. That's what every team no. has done. I yeah. mean, he went to the Rockets... The Rockets got rid of Clint Capella so they could cater to Westbrook's style of play. Uh, last year with the Wizards, they, they catered to Westbrook's style of play by the end of the year. And that's just not a winning style of basketball when Westbrook's that inefficient. Or uh, yeah. inconsistent, I should say. Still an efficient right. player. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I I think this time with LeBron being out, this is going to be a season with a lot of minor injuries having LeBron sitting out because Westbrook can drive this team during the regular season. This was the reason they got him. Exactly. Yeah. And so LeBron can afford to take days off if he needs to and let Westbrook run this team. But yeah, I I still think like it can work with like I said earlier, with Westbrook playing almost like a four role because that's like what they did in Houston with James Harden dominating the ball yeah. and then essentially Clint Capella being phased out. And Westbrook being like his pick and roll partner and working down low, because Westbrook can't shoot, and no team is going to honor Westbrook shooting, so you're going to have to use him in other ways. And so hopefully the Lakers can figure that out. And like you said, I hope they don't cater to him and like, oh Westbrook's going to run the show for these 15 minutes of the game. Like just let good basketball work. My two other ideas that they could go for. You you've basically got two other options, and it's Westbrook needs to learn to set screens and cut off ball, use him as the role man, which is something he's never done. I think the most screens he's set in a game is seven, which is (laughs) astonishing. That's, that's wild. Um, and then I set more screens like per minute (laughs) in pickup games. That's all you do. You just go (laughs) get the ball at the high post, dribble handoff screen, (laughs) go screen away. Go straight away. You know, it's how you get people open. It's it true. Works. It's true. And that's that's what this team needs. And then my only other thought is basically split the shot clock between Westbrook and LeBron. LeBron doesn't need 20 seconds to make a play. So give Westbrook the first half of the shot clock. That way you can have Westbrook pushing the ball in transition. LeBron doesn't need to push the ball in transition and be the one down the court with the ball. So no. if Westbrook is the one doing that, then he can pick his spots if he's got to. After a while, if he can't do anything, convince him not to shoot an elbow jump shot because that's <laughs> his go-to when he doesn't know what to do is just shoot an elbow jump shot. Then give the ball to LeBron. Let LeBron make a play in the last 10 seconds of the shot clock. So it's basically play in transition, but then once you get to half court, play slow. And that you way, feel like you just have a massive brain. I, that's 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 nice. I like that. I, I watch basketball. <laughs> I play basketball. <laughs> play a lot of basketball. No, no. I that's that's smart because then you get Westbrook, like you said, in transition, and the Westbrook Lebron transition has been beautiful. Yeah, like them running in transition together. But even so, like Westbrook is a transition machine. He's like a little Giannis in transition. And, and then what he's worst at is late in the shot clock, which exactly. if you're giving so, the put the ball then in LeBron's hands, right? I let think him that's, use his massive brain exactly to take over and make great IQ decisions and run that pick and roll with Anthony Davis out of the high post, which works so well every time. Ooh, I like that. That's let's talk to Vogel. I, th- I think that's the best way that by the end of the season, I think we're going to see something along those lines. If Westbrook's even still on the team. (laughs) Oh, oh, oh. LeBron, he doesn't care. He'll. It's true. He'll he'll ship anybody else. That's the GM. (laughs) Go, James. (laughs) Ooh, yeah, Uh, I like that. 
So that that's all I got on the Lakers. If you got, yeah, any, I think I think any, I'm good there. You got any other Nuggets on the Lakers? Uh, no, but we can talk about the Nuggets. There you go. <laughs> like that was a good one, huh? Yeah, that that was good. Uh, kind the of the Michael Porter Jr. struggle. Yeah, has been real. Extremely real. Thirty-six percent field goal percentage. Disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> For a guy that was thought to be on the brink of. Like, an all-star season, you know, Jamal Murray is down. And right now, Will Barton is the most important player on Denver until Murray gets back. Right. Outside of Jokic, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Because he's the one that's running the second unit, basically. In all the minutes that uh, Jokic is off the floor, Will Barton's got the ball in his hands. And I think he's been pretty good. He's averaging uh, just above 15 points per game. Obviously, his PER is up and his usage is up just because he's basically been the second ball handler outside of <laughs> Compazzo and uh, Monte Morris, you know, starting. But Yeah, the, the Nuggets, this team is kind of gross. <laughs> like, I'm just being honest. Like, watching this team is like, does is this team good? Like, Jokic is obviously going to carry this team to a lot of wins. And, like... Barton as a secondary scorer isn't ideal. You really wanted Michael Porter Jr. to be that second guy, and he's taken a huge step back. A popular, like most improved, can- yeah. most improved candidate, and he's least improved, maybe <laughs> worse. <laughs> most most, <laughs> most <regressed>. worse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's been the the thing with Porter has been his shooting like his three point shooting was off the charts he's shooting like 43% mm-hmm. from 3 45% from 3 and now he's down in the 20s yeah and so that's just a huge hit for them but jokic will continue to like drive this team to get them enough juice to get them to the playoffs and hopefully jamal murray coming back and then will barton having this expanded role and then like being able to take that to be the third guy yeah. and then if mpj can get out of this slump you could be looking at like a really solid five-man lineup but until then it's a lot of bones highland and that's not <laughs> great lot. yeah i watched that the grizzlies game last night and you still forget aaron gordon's on the court i forgot aaron gordon was on the team See? just right now i was just that's, going that's through what the i'm guys. saying i'm like their five man is, and they just paid him a bag. Yeah, he's he, he, another guy that's he's so reliant on Joker making a play to get him an open corner three or hitting him in transition. And Jokic yeah. can he can do it. He can have a hundred touches in a game, which is probably better for the team if he does. Yeah, I mean, I liked they they retained Jermichael Green. I like him, and I like Jeff Green a lot. I was. I thought that was like one of the better pickups in the off season, just because Jeff Jeff Green's just such a versatile guy that he can facilitate from the top of the key. The ball doesn't stick when it gets to Jeff Green's hand, and I think he's a pretty good spot up shooter. But with the inefficiency outside of everyone except for Jokic, you gotta find something. You gotta find someone that can be a spark, and maybe Bones Highland has been the guy in practice that uh, Michael Malone has seen, and that's, he's throwing him in there, you know. 
The ball. I mean, it's it's been working so far. He's been uh, been pretty solid. I mean, for a rookie, like late, like twenty six overall pick. Good name. Yeah, yeah, I like it. Get, making his bones on that secondary scoring role or tertiary, I should say. But they they were saying a lot on the broadcast last night that Michael Porter Jr. He's six ten, about. Yeah, yeah, and. He should just be hitting the glass. Yeah. Go get putbacks. Just crash yeah. the glass, the offensive glass. Get, See the ball go in a couple times. Well, he's 6'10". He doesn't play defense. <laughs> and then he doesn't, like... He fouls a he lot when he does try to contact. play defense. Yeah, he doesn't take contact well. So, like, what do you expect to happen when your shot isn't falling? Like, this is what it's going to look like. You have no second option, but I don't know. This is just like Michael Porter Jr. should be looking a lot more like Jason Tatum and a lot less like Ben Simmons. I mean, he could he could be like KD. Yeah, he's profiled physically like Kevin Durant. He is. He is. You know it's, what KD does? He plays some pretty good defense. He's really good at help side defense. He'll, they'll it's true. Toss your shit <laughs> at the rim, but. And he has a really good elbow mid-range game. Like, KD getting the ball in the mid-post is a huge plus yeah. for your team. And that's but, what everyone thought that MPJ could maybe try to do this year. Yeah, but he has no pull-up. He has no pull-up jumper. So, like, what is he, – he has no – he's not going to go to the rim. He has no pull-up jumper, and he's not hitting threes. <laughs> so, like, here you go. This is what you got. <laughs> And then he's he's only shooting, I think, fifty some percent from the free throw line too. Yeah. So I mean, maybe that's probably that's probably the problem right there is that he's not confident at the free throw line. You see it with Ben Simmons where he won't wow. take a shot. That's... Well, I I'm not saying he's Ben Simmons, but Ben Simmons is so worried about missing free throws that he won't take the ball to the rack and risk getting fouled. So maybe Michael Porter Jr. is suffering from the same mental problem where. I don't want to go to the free throw line because I don't want to shoot 50% from the free throw line. So I'm just not going to take it to the rack. I think they just move him to the bench. Sure. Start yeah, Jeff Green at the four slash three or something. I don't know. Yeah. Or somehow, I mean, the, I mean, they're four and four. They're, yeah. they're in the thick of it. No one's – the Warriors are the only ones that are – I think they're seven and one now after last night. Mm. So, you know, Hey, we'll we'll talk about the Warriors later. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> but for a team that just, uh, I just love Jokic so much. Jokic basketball is just so beautiful. It's true. Every time, well, the, I'm worried a little bit about Jokic because there's two times this season that he's Ooh, went down one, and grabbed his knee, and it's like ah, yeah, <laughs> like I really. But then he gets up and like saunters back. <laughs> On defense, <laughs> it's like, all right, all right, Jokic is okay. Yeah. But his game doesn't rely on athleticism. I'd rather he stop jumping. Yeah. Like, he literally doesn't have to to play his game. No. He hasn't for but, years. He yeah. basically started I mean, he, last year. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like, just stay on the ground, big fella. <laughs> that's all he needed to win MVP. <laughs> to be able to start jumping. But uh, let's move over to the East. Uh, and we can talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Where you've got a team that is relying so heavily on K 
Kevin Durant being second in the league and scoring, third in the league and scoring right now. Because with no Kyrie, with no Jeff Green, and Patty Mills is the backup point guard, you're relying so much on KD to score and Harden to try and facilitate this entire team. Like I was saying, Jeff Green was huge for this team because he was the swingman at the top of the key. He kept the ball moving on on offense when Harden couldn't get himself a shot and when Kyrie was out, obviously. So, like, if you go back to the playoffs, there was a lot of Jeff Green. Yeah. A lot. And guys like LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griffin, Paul Millsap. I mean, LaMarcus and Blake can get you a bucket, but they're all ball stoppers. They yeah. get the ball, whether it's out at the three-point line, in the post. That ball's sticking to their hands, and they're going to try to get theirs first. Ugh. Yeah, this is... Some of the lineups that Nash is putting out there are just like, what are you doing? What is going on? It's like, last night, there was Patty Mills, Bruce Brown, DeAndre Bembry, Pat, or Paul Millsap, LaMarcus Aldridge. It's like, do you want... And then that, that lineup just immediately gets like a 10-point a run against them. And it's like, what did you expect? They don't play defense. Bruce They're Brown's all... the best defensive player in that unit. Yeah. And it's like, none of your, neither of your front court players are playing defense. Patty Mills, like, He's... sure, he can get a bucket, but damn, don't make him go ISO, pick a roll with Bruce Brown, and then spot out your two. Like, he's not just... an assister. He's not an assister. He's, he's a steady ball handler. Yeah. Yeah, but he's he's a he's a scorer. He's yeah. more of a spot up shooter. Catching shoot, really free good ball. at that. Yeah, extremely yeah. good. But the this team really needed Kyrie Irving because they're so reliant on those three guys being really good every night, and the fact that they don't have Kyrie. I mean, Petty Mills was a great addition in the off season because he is really reliable, really consistent. But James Harden has been straight up bad. He's he, out of shape. He looks rough. His hammy hurts. Physically he looks Yeah. Yeah. And like he can still create and every once in a while like he'll hit a step back and it's like, oh that looks like James Harden. Yeah. But most of the game it's just a guy. Well he he's gotta adapt to this new rule. Exactly. He got so accustomed to when that, when a guy's got his hand in the cookie jar, yeah. Yeah, yeah, getting it and bringing the, it up. The pull through. This is one of the strongest guards in the league. Just yeah. score the bucket. Exactly. Just focus on scoring the basket. Instead of, he became just so wired to try to get yeah. to the line. Where it was so deadly because he, it was, you had to watch out for the step back. Because he was nailing that step back all the time. And he would get a lot of four point plays off the step back. Yeah. But you took away the step back, and then he'd drive, and it would be – it's a wrap because he's either getting the layup, hitting a lob, or getting free throws. So, like, now that the free throws are gone and he's athletically compromised because of the hamstring and he's out of shape, it's just like 
now he's got the step back. He's not really blown by people because there's no athleticism yeah. right now. There's no explosiveness. So it's just like there was a you're po- fine. There was a point teams were playing him yeah. behind him. Exactly. Just so he couldn't shoot a step back three or blow by you and get to the bucket. And it's now like it's you like, had to watch those Rockets games because you just wanted to see how Ricky Rubio was going to defend yeah, the James Harden Eric all game. Bledsoe was guarding yeah. from behind him. It worked, though. And then now was... What, Claxton was out a couple games. I don't know if he's back yet. But Aldrich, Blake, Millsap, none of those guys are the big man, the style of big man that can no. be a lob threat, which is, again, like you said, he could drive, he could draw the foul, or he could throw the lob. And that was when Harden was, like, unstoppable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When all of a sudden he became point Harden. Yep. And now yep. it's and just like, ugh. he's trying to play himself into shape. And he keeps but, keeps talking about this hamstring, which yeah, means he didn't rehab it well in the offseason. Well, of course he didn't. Not rehabbing in the offseason. You think, you think James Harden cares about rehab in the offseason? I don't know who's worse, him or Zion. And trying to maintain some sort of professional basketball physique in the offseason. At least you don't see pictures of Zion at the club. Like, well, that's because he's, he's, he's drinking key. Mountain Dew. Because <laughs> he's at Golden Corral. That <laughs> <laughs> boy's big. He got heat. That boy's big. He's at the all-you-can-eat crawfish down in the bayou. He's about 25 pounds from Booger McFarland. Okay. He's got, he's he got the, the – you think they got a membership card he wherever got, he goes. You swipe in and get all-you-can-eat. He got coupons. <laughs> just, they got coupons. Oh, man. Yeah. But James Harden has been looking rough, and that's basically where it stops for this Nets team because if it's going to have to be KD all the time being – great which he can do well yeah but remember he's 33 and he tore his achilles like a year and a half ago not a year two two and a half years ago you don't want to have to rely on him for everything and he's second in the league in scoring because they are relying on him to do everything but if james harden could get healthy that'd be great uh the governor's apparently rethinking (laughs) their vaccination rules he might have gotten a big check from the Nets owner, just like, please help. Like, uh, here's blank check, however much you need. We need Kyrie playing. After he <laughs> but, put a a picture of, uh, what's his face? Lawrence Fishburne. What's his face from, from, the, the, Matrix. from the Matrix? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on, uh, on IG. I don't know. We'll see. I still think this team needs a wing. Their only wing is Joe oh, Harris. Yeah. yeah. You, I mean... DeAndre Bembry's not doing it for you? He's undersized. He's more of a shooting guard. <laughs> that can't shoot. So, And Joe Harris uh, has not been able to shoot so far either. Yeah, this oh. is <clears throat> gross team. And, and they're still 5-3, and three, thanks to Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah, shout out KD because he is saving this team. But the, the team that is leading the East, which... I absolutely hate more than any team is the Miami Heat, who are six and one, and are just going to be the most annoying team the entire yep. year. You add Lowry 
to Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and P.J. Tucker. And it's just like, bruh, every single player, offensive player, is just going to be frustrated the entire game. <laughs> it's a good uh, recipe to have, to have the offense be frustrated. Oh, my God. I think they've, they've got the highest net rating in the league, the Miami Heat. Team. Yeah. Yep. Her- Hero's looking like Bubble Hero. Yep. Which is scary. It is. <laughs> Especially after last year where he was pretty bad. But can you imagine? You're 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 getting poked. You're getting hand checked the entire time. You're getting barked at <laughs> by, by Jimmy and PJ the entire game. And then if you you catch him reaching, you get by him. You gotta deal with Bam. Yep. <laughs> Coming over help side to protect the rim. Or Dwayne Dedman, who proved he's not afraid to fight someone. And then if they really gotta take it to their bag, go grab UD off the bench. I mean Markeith Morris ain't afraid to fight either. I know. This team is <laughs> disgusting. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um I I didn't think this team was going to be that good because I thought they were going to have trouble scoring. I didn't buy it. Yeah, me either. I did not buy but it. The Kyle Lowry, Adebayo pick and roll is nice, and Lowry's always been good, kind of pulling up off of screens, yeah. but he looks really good this year. And then Jimmy is being Jimmy; he's doing nothing yeah. new. But the real kind of thing that's raising this team is Tyler Hero, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. where he's taking a step forward where he's scoring on his own. He doesn't need facilitation to get a bucket. He's scoring in ISO. He's scoring off pull-ups. But, yeah, and his off-ball movement has been fantastic, which is exactly what you want for a, like elite shooter is you want yeah. these guys that can come off of the screen but can also break it off That's and get to the what rack. Duncan Robinson does. Right. <laughs> you know. And then having a guy like Kyle Lowry setting the table and reading those cuts kind of elevated this team to another level. And so I guess I underestimated the impact that Kyle Lowry has on this team. And it's been just really impressive what they're doing on the defensive end and then – on the offensive end, they're making it work, and they might only have to score a hundred and like four points a game if they go into their defensive bag. Yeah, if they're holding teams to under ninety, right? And especially with the way the game's been called right now, this yeah. this is team is solely benefiting from that. Just the way the yeah. game is being called right now, with the emphasis on the uh, of swallowing the whistle on the unnatural movements. Of shooters and stuff like Which that. Which is nice. It's nice. Oh, we, we are, I like those. We are at that jazz game. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I was checking my phone. Damn, it's only 8 o'clock. It was like six minutes <laughs> left in the fourth. The game's moving. Game started at six. Yeah. <laughs> game's fly by. Usually, usually you're, you're thinking you're committing like three hours at to least. an NBA game. Yeah. Because, like, I see a game and it's like, uh, 10 p like it's a 9 p.m uh pacific time start Mm -hmm. and i'm like ooh, i'm gonna be able to watch like the first half the first half maybe (laughs) like like last year 
I'm saying. Like, I'll be, I'll be able to watch a quarter. You know, there's going to be a foul every couple yeah. minutes. They're going to review it a few times. And so, I, I'm be, I'm just going to go to bed and not going to watch this one. Now I can, like, watch half a Warriors game. I can watch three three quarters of a Warriors game yeah. before I got to go to bed. And it's like, damn, this is nice. Man, Warriors. I tell you what, the Warriors, bro. My, pick, my pick's looking pretty nice. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't, uh, I don't want any I don't part like of the this heat. team, but they're they're really good. I hate this team. I just yep. You've got Lowry who will just take a charge on anybody at any point. Oh, yeah. He doesn't he doesn't he has no like desire to lead this team in scoring. He's fine getting oh. like like eight assists. Yeah. Yeah. And then taking three charges, getting four steals. And just being annoyed. Yep. And that's Jimmy Butler, too. And that's P.J. Tucker. Yeah, exactly. And then if Tyler Hero is scoring and Duncan Robinson's shooting that thing. Yeah, I, I underestimated this team a lot. I did not think they would be this good at all. Yep. Especially this they early on. Good. Right. And well, like, the this team has basically retained most of its yeah. guys with jimmy and bam and duncan and hero and then even like their bench guys with deadman well i thought i thought moving drogic was gonna have more of an effect but it looks hero basically absorbed all of that usage exactly exactly and then they still have oladipo on ice like i I don't know what he's gonna look like when he comes back but he's that same type of player exactly (laughs) so he was uh like all defensive team, so they're gonna make a deep run in these playoffs. Oh, like it or not, it's it's gonna happen. And it's gonna be some disgusting mask. <laughs> it's it gonna is. be gross. It is. It's gonna be a rock fight. <clears throat> well, a team that doesn't play disgusting basketball and plays extremely fun basketball. Charlotte Hornets, mm. five and three, and I'm. Hundred percent sure, hundred percent. I'll say, uh, Miles Bridges is locked in already for the most improved player. Yes, there's no way he's not. He had another yeah. thirty point game last night against the Warriors. He had twenty what twenty one in the first half, twenty two in the first half. His scoring ups by thirteen points from last year. He's shooting the ball twice as much, which obviously is, you know, what's doing that. But he's got four thirty point games already this year. He had two all of last year. Two. He ain't yep. just poking it. No, no. I Miles Bridges, his like ascension this season has been just straight up impressive because the the thing is it's a complete uh result of the matchups that he's getting. It's like LaMelo takes their best defensive guard. Yep. And then usually their second best defensive guard is gonna be guarding Hayward. Mm-hmm. And then Miles Bridges will either get a big because he's playing power forward effectively, yeah. because Kelly Oubre is usually playing the three, and then he'll either so if he gets a big he can just rip and go <laughs> yep. and blow See by him. him, and if they're gonna play off of him he's now developed a reliable jump shot, so he's it's knocking down threes. I, I don't have the stats in front of me, it's but I, I think it's, it's north of thirty percent. Right, he's knocking down threes at a much higher percent than he ever ever has. He's hitting step backs 
regularly. Yeah. He's taken more shots off the dribble, more threes off the dribble than he ever has in his career. So, P- or not PJ, sorry, Miles Bridges. Yeah. Miles Bridges is just straight up, like, through the roof. And, like, like last year it was like, is this a product of LaMelo Ball opening things right. up? But even when Ball's not on the court, they're running the offense through him. Like you said, what – and it's not like rattle threes, you know. No. These are pure. It, it is a yeah. pure stroke. And it's, yeah. This, this, he, he's, and then, he's the type of player that the Nets need exactly. <laughs> as, as playing the four or five for him. Right. And he's – so he's either – and then he's really good in the post too. He has like three moves he can go to, which is more than most – of these young Especially, forwards yeah, that are coming. Yeah, young guy coming in. And so he gets a smaller guy on him, and he can just take him down to the block. He's strong. Yeah. And then he's really good in transition, really fun to watch, and he'll put you on your back <laughs> on a poster. You know, so, like, just everything is kind of mounting for Miles Bridges in this MIP campaign. And then for the rest of this team – Lamelo is really good. Yeah, he takes he has some decision making things to kind of clean up. Yeah, uh, the, mostly the, the thirty five footers. You know, yeah. not not always the best shot. Unless you're but Steph Gordon or Hayward. Trey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then uh, Gordon Hayward has been also really good as a secondary playmaker, and he I, has been staying on the ground more which is nice yeah. i really every time he leaves the ground i just kind of like you hold clench my body yeah. up i'm like oh shit but it's really nice when he doesn't which is most of the time but they run uh, but they have a really just smart team yeah it makes sense they have a nice it's a team that makes yeah, a lot they, of sense together exactly they have a lot of young guys but the veterans they have are really smart just like no basketball, like Terry Rozier, Gordon Hayward, Mason Plumlee, Mason Plumlee, really good passer. Yes, a, an excellent yeah. upgrade from Cody Zeller. Yes, he had a, Plum, Ish Smith. Plumlee had a triple double last year. Yeah, at the center for Plum, Detroit. Plumlee had a couple. Boys, I think he had. Yeah, he was. I he, mean, he's on the piston. He was dropping like bounce passes to cutters between his legs. You know, yeah. cutting back door and stuff like that. Yeah, Plumlee. And that's that's oh that's what makes this team so fun. I love this team. Exactly. This team needs There's to be just on a more lot of smart companies. basketball players, mm-hmm. and that's going to benefit Lamelo's progression. So this is this is a fun basketball team. Yes. Every time I'll see them, I'll be like, "Ooh, it's in a close game." I'm watching the Hornets because it's just you like you never know what you're going to see. You ne- Lamelo just throws passes you've never seen before. Yeah. Like he had yep. the over the head one to Bridges in mm-hmm. transition. Yep. Tomahawk spiked it. Yeah. It's been a good two weeks. Good good it, first it two has weeks. Been. NBA NBA is fun. Uh and you you gave me an assignment for this podcast. I did. To give you my conference final finals and finals picks. You boldly put yours out there at the beginning of the last NBA episode. Uh, mine's going to be towards the end, so we'll see uh, how many people are going to criticize me for mine versus yours. Uh, so, the Heat are 
going to make a deep playoff run. They're going to be in the conference finals. Uh, the Bucks seem like they have gotten better, like their roster's better. Yep. They haven't put it all together yet this season. I mean, everybody's which hurt. Which is fine. Exactly. Giannis has only Everybody. started playing. <laughs> right. So they've been banged up all this year. Chris is out with COVID. I mean, they'll be fine. They're 4-4 four and four right now, but like I said, they'll be fine. Great games in. Yeah. So I got them two in the conference finals. I would take the Bucks over them. Might be a homer pick, but I don't care. I can't take the, I can't take the heat over them, especially after last year. What they did to Bam was just like they broke, broke his brain. Yeah, broke him so, completely. Uh, I I'll go Bucks, and then in the Western Conference, the Warriors. <laughs> Their basketball is gorgeous. And jo- Jordan Poole. Yes, Jordan Poole is broken that thing with confidence. He had twenty in the first half last night. Yeah, yeah, it's that. Uh, anyway, so Steph is looking like one of the best players in basketball in once again. Scoring. Yeah, uh, and Draymond looks kind of rejuvenated. Yes. Uh, Wiggins is doing what Wiggins needs to do: playing defense, knocking down threes. Cutting at timely times. Timely times. That's good. Uh, Jordan Poole, like you said, has been a knockdown shooter, just reliable. Damian Lee has been really good. Gary Payton, the second. Out of nowhere. Yeah. This dude is a freak. Yeah. <laughs> he was in. Oh, man. There was a game where he was in for only three possessions, and he got to steal every single one of the possessions. Yeah. I, he has his father's instincts. Let's just say that. And then all of a sudden, he just, last night, decided to jump yeah. up. He <laughs> just yam one. Well, he had four separate plays. He had that one, and then he had three where he just backdoor cut out of nowhere, and either Steph or Draymond found him wide open, and then he just vert dunked. Yeah. And it was like, damn. <laughs> you got to like that? And he's like six foot? And he is just ripping the ball from people. Yeah. It's not like, like, these aren't. Oh, dribbled off my foot. These are. Yeah. Thank you. Like, you know, give me that. for your cookies. Like Kawhi. I'm going like, to go no. the other way now. Yeah. Because, like, Steph was, I think, led the league in steals one year. Mm-hmm. But that was a lot of passing lane yeah. stuff. Same with, like, James Harden. This is but, like, on this ball. This is on ball. Give me that. Yeah. Uh, so, and then I, I'd have to go with the Lakers because LeBron's on that team. Yeah. But I think with the Warriors – ball movement their defense looks great and then the shot making on this team is just so superior to the shot making on the lakers Mm -hmm. because outside of lebron and anthony davis there's maybe mellow some nights there's not a guy on this team that i trust to make a big shot not one like kent basemore i'm not trusting with the ball in the last two minutes (laughs) malik monk kendrick nunn none of these guys are like they've never hit a big yeah. shot before, Ex- exactly. Least, yeah, so I I trust a lot of the Warriors players. That system is working. Clay will be back, which is wild because like Damian Lee has been playing good, Gary Payton has been playing good, Jordan Poole has been playing great. Yeah, and then you just insert Clay, assuming that he'll be fairly healthy and like 
close to what he was before the he's, injuries. He's not going to lose anything shooting. He's not. Yeah, no. <laughs> he's still going to be he, a top three shooter of all time. Exactly. With and the best shooter of all time still on the team. <laughs> exactly. So I will take a I, – I know this is what you predicted in yours, but giving it a lot of thought and two weeks of basketball, uh, changing only the heat out in my Easter conference – but it feels right so far this season. Uh, I could say Heat Warriors to have it be different, but I think the Warriors over the Bucks in the finals. All right. Yeah. Steph gets his finals MVP. There you go. I like that. I yep. like that. And they get Wiseman oh. back still, too. We haven't even seen yeah, what I, James Wiseman looks like. We'll see if he can, like, handle mentally process this system now that he's had some time oh, they to gotta, like work in it. They gotta just tell him to watch Kayvon Looney every game and just be like, exactly. hey, do that! He could, exactly. He could be 15 times Kayvon Looney because he has 100 times his <laughs> athletic talent. <Yeah. laughs> and he's bigger. And Exactly. So, yeah, this, this Warriors team is... If you ever have some free time and they're on TNT, pull that up because that is That's good, good basketball. basketball. Extremely beautiful basketball. Oh, man. That's, that's nice. I like that. that that's, yeah. You, you got heat check? You got ho- hoops heat check? Not not off the top. Go ahead. Uh, I, th- I think Ja will be first team all NBA at guard with Steph. Ooh, I hope so. Cause I hope so. Because he's been balling. He, he went to the rack yesterday. Jumped up. 360 in the air. I thought he was going to double pump and, t- <laughs> and throw it down. But he just he did a little layup. And the way he's been playing, he it's clicking. It is 2011 Derrick Rose. Just a complete... What's the word I'm looking for? Uh, re, 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 reincarnation. <laughs> There you go. Of 2011 Derrick Rose. It's fun. I like that team. I like that Memphis Grizzlies team. Desmond Bain, a baller. Yeah, I like him. I like watching him. Even uh, their their rookie, I can't think of his name. Starts with an X. Xavier. Xavier Tillman, but he's not a rookie. No. Anyway, he's been. He, he looks pretty good. Yeah. For he, he's got. Now let me let me pull him up. I gotta. I, I have a, they a, just, a Jaren, mild take on him. That team all comes down to Jaron Jackson Jr. They got to – he needs to learn how to play positional defense so he doesn't get two quick fouls early in the game, come back in, pick up and his then, third, and then just basically be irrelevant for an entire game. Because that kid yep. can shoot the rock. He can do everything. He can stroke it from three. And he's good off ball as a defender. It's just – Zaire Williams. That's what I was thinking of. Starts with a Z, not an X. Yeah, kind, kind, but can be the same, you know. Sounds sometimes. He's looked good. Last night, he had a really good game. Had eleven points, stealing a block, in fifth or in twenty-four minutes. So, he's building up. All these draft picks that Memphis makes are fantastic. On every single one of them. Yeah, it's like if you, if they closed their eyes and threw a dart at a dartboard, it would hit the bullseye every time. <laughs> their GM is batting a thousand. It's like Desmond Bain, Xavier Tillman, both really good. Yeah. Just can shoot and defend. 
And then this year, Zaire Williams has looked really good. It's like, yeah, I don't know. I like that. It, ja, Ja's a monster. Oh. Kid's gonna be they, if that three-point shot gets even better, where he's he's pulling it like in rhythm off the dribble, Memphis <laughs> yeah. got themselves a good one. I like that. I like Memphis. I mean, I could say that I don't think Zion will have a successful career, but that seems kind of rude because he's injured. But I'll I'll just bust it out. I I didn't want to say this, but it feels you got the jaw take. I'll do my Zion okay, take. Go, go ahead. They'll be connected for their whole franchise. It's, it's true. for their whole careers it, entirely. Zion has handled everything extremely irresponsibly. Yeah, he wants to be the face of a franchise. He wants to get paid like the face of a franchise. But number one, it's not his fault for getting injured. It's his fault for being out of shape and not properly rehabbing. And then making demands of a team that he's done nothing for. And then flirting with leaving this team yeah. already. And it's just, it's hard because he gets taken 101 by. The Pelicans, which is a, a crappy franchise, sure. But, like, you you have to try to deliver for this team. They drafted you. They believed in you. Like, they are giving you the chance. They're going to offer you a rookie max extension. You're going to take it. Yeah. Now, the question is, does he put in the time and dedication to elevate this team and play out that rookie extension? Or is he going to pull what a lot of these guys are doing and say, I want out. You need to trade me because that seems like it's on the horizon. He should have been all NBA last year. He should have been. Yeah, exactly. Shot 60% from the field. He is unguardable in, in all cases, but for some reason, since he left Duke, he quit playing defense and yeah, he, he quit taking care of his body and yeah. If he starts doing that, he's an MVP candidate probably for the next 10 years. Yeah. Uh, but but if he doesn't. He's like, going to be out of the league in five years. Yeah, I mean, if he's not on the court. So I, I talked about on the last podcast how Derrick Henry has a Jones fracture and how that Jones fracture ended Des Bryant's career. This is the kind of injury that can end your career if you don't take care of it right. It's not I'm confident. I'm a thousand percent confident Derrick Henry will be fine yeah. next season. Because he's gonna do everything his rehab tells him to do and more. Because he's gonna be doing push ups on an exercise ball on one leg exactly. <laughs> with three people sitting on his back. But Zion having a Jones fracture I don't know why they said he was going to be back week one, because it's at least a six-week well, injury. He said he was going to play opening night. Yeah, Which and that, that just doesn't make any sense. So you you get this bad foot injury, and if you don't rehab it right, and you have all this extra weight, and your entire game is playing above the rim, it's going to be really, really hard on that foot. So it's just... A cautionary tale. You don't want to end up like Greg Oden, where you're taken, you're considered to be so good, 
and then you just kind of squander it because you won't take you can't take care of your body. You see, out of every of the greatest athletes that have longevity, all they focus on is their body. How can they make it last as long as possible? You see it with LeBron. You see it with Brady now. It's just all 100%. I mean, look, look at Giannis. Yeah. He's probably got under 1% body fat. All right. Boy, he's chiseled. Exactly. Him and KD weigh the same amount. That's wild. Yeah. KD's. I don't know how that KD's all in his feet. It's <laughs> all in their skis. Shout out the Eastern Conference Finals or Eastern Conference Semifinals. Yeah, it's it's true. Uh, when they showed that picture of him at his rookie media day and then this year's media day, and you could see every single muscle, you could see his neck, you could see the tendons of his neck, and then now you see Booger McFarlane. Yeah, it's rough. It's sad. Very sad. Very, very sad. But on that sad note, we uh, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Firestarters podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Pod Firestarters. You can email us at thefirestarterspod at gmail.com. Send us your love. Send us your hate. Send us any interaction you have. Please send us some questions. I check my email all the time, and I'm just like, is anybody, anybody <laughs> go hit us up? Topics. <laughs> Topics. Please. No people Please. like when we talk basketball. People love talking yeah. basketball. It's true. And uh, If you want to hear something specific, I'm sure we can fit, fit it in. Because we are doing two pods a week. Maybe we got to start saying this at the start. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but maybe I'll, I'll start fitting it into the we'll, intro. We'll guys. throw it in. There you go. I like that. Uh, but we will talk at you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>